Welcome back to Gals and Goblins. You might be thinking, wow, that's not Jared's voice, to which I would say, you're right. I am Olivia Rose McCain, and I'll be your goblin master today. Uh, Jared can't join us today because he is actually a contestant on the new season of The Bachelorette. So, <laughs> <laughs> congrats to him. As usual, we are joined by Campbell Duffy and Lily Persifield. As not so usual, we are also joined by Kelly DeWint. She is the CEO of the new app, Tabletop Town, and we're so excited to make you an official gal or goblin today. Uh, Kelly, whichever one you prefer. And I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. And today, uh, no, we are not going to be at Frogmont. Today, we are playing the Dwarven Bachelor, uh, which is actually a D&D 5e one-shot written by Dividestined, I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, and it can be found on the Dungeon Masters Guild, dmguild.com, uh, that you can play yourself to. Uh, it's really cool. It's really well thought out. I personally like it because I actually have never really watched The Bachelor, but I love the idea of it so <laughs> that's me being brutally honest with everybody but before we kind of start playing uh kelly can you give us like an elevator pitch of what tabletop town is i would love to so tabletop town is game night in your pocket so it is a mobile app to play ttrpgs anytime anywhere so rather than having to schedule a six hour session or even just a one hour session you can play five minutes here, five minutes there, kind of wherever and whatever you want, taking game night on the go. It's super exciting. When does it release? I know we'll get into details later, but. Yeah, so we are launching. Just a quick note, since this episode was recorded in early June, the release date had to shift a little bit. Tabletop Town app will now release in late August. You can sign up to be notified when it releases using the link in our show notes. Now, on with the show. Ooh. Very it's coming up soon. very, very yeah. soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and I we're recording this. We're recording this at the end of June. So when you're hearing this, everybody, it's probably gonna be really freaking close when you can actually <laughs> access this app, which is perfect. It's the perfect time to hear about things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to get started? Yeah. I'm so ready. Are we ready to find love? I hope that's their slogan on The Bachelor. <laughs> If not, it is now. Yeah. It is on the Dorvin Bachelor. Mm -hmm. Great. You guys aren't ready for this. Because everything we say comes true. <laughs> they don't, I don't think they have a slogan. How weird. Well, they should. Well, they have like, I'm whoever, whoever, and I'm looking for love. Don't they all say that? I thought looking for love was like sure. a different show. I don't know. I'm going to say it. <laughs> you are looking for love. It's true. I am. Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> Lady Patrilla Stonebrow is the scion of a wealthy dwarven clan. And it's high time for her to get married and settle down. Tonight, she will be meeting several eligible partners and will spend the next few days getting to know them. Could one of them be the love of her life? I'm your host, Bliss Harrington, and together we will answer that question on The Dwarven Bachelor. You guys, imagine you're watching this part on TV because you're not there yet. A horse-drawn carriage pulls up to the front of the mansion. And the front of this mansion, you've seen it, you know it, you love it, or you haven't. Very wet stone. That's what I know. It's always abnormally wet stone ground. There is a large fountain out front with a little, a little statue. Let's say the little statue's a little warhammer. 
and a little like stucco mansion. Mm-hmm. Humble, but it's still a mansion. Mm-hmm. And the little, oh, what's that roof called? Little, little, the little humpy roof, you know? <laughs> um, scalloped roof? Sure. Scalloped roof. No. <laughs> Two trees perfectly lining the entrance, almost yep. like they planned it because they film it. Um, it's nighttime, and lining in front of those trees are the finest dressed dwarven women that you've ever seen. Ladies in waiting, servants, battle masters, whoever you could think, lined Whoa. up waiting. A little jester. A, a jester. So fancy. Exactly. <laughs> and the mansion is lit by those little glowing lanterns floating around everywhere in front. You can even see into the mansion. That's how the inside is also lit. And they kind of travel around and group around where the people are. So what you see is a horse-drawn carriage arrives to the front of this mansion. It's so wet out front. Um, and out. <laughs> Why is it wet? You should see every picture of the bachelor it mansion. Always, it like always just rained whenever they film. <laughs> Freshly no. spr- yeah. sprinklered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they just want to make it harder for the heels. Yeah, they're I think like, they're they like, want you somebody you to, to slip. Exactly. They want. They've 100%. been like banking on somebody slipping for like however many seasons. Yeah, oh they God. they we water can't actually it down. tell. It's actually a tiny finchy device. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so they all like fall into the bachelor's arms. Yeah. 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 That's the plan. Just helping you swoon dramatically. Exactly. They're trying to set up the tropes. Exactly. Okay. Out of this carriage steps a burly stout dwarven woman. She's wearing armor, but it's definitely her like ornamental armor, like her court armor. It's gold with little like silver and brass accents. So like mixed metal thing going on. She has long blonde hair that is braided down into her long blonde beard. Um, and it has little, little pink flowers in it. And she's carrying a large ornamental war hammer at her side that has a dwarven face uh, of a man carved into it and um, she steps out of the carriage and very awkwardly a little like hand wave like hello um, and like scurries to the 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 edge of the fountain like through through all of these people waves them away and they like immediately like (laughs) skitter off and up first we have uh, Lily will you describe how your character enters As if from the shadows of the night, a beautiful, sleek, dark, indigo salamander (laughs) slides gracefully along the wet stone floor into the front of the mansion. The shadows of night fall away from Muriel. She is a tiefling rogue. She has the same beautiful dark indigo colored skin that her salamander does. She has a long sheet of silky black hair that looks like she could gather it around herself and just disappear into darkness. And she gracefully dismounts from the salamander, gives him a little kiss, sends him on his way and approaches Priscilla. Uh, Patrilla. Patrilla, sorry about that. <laughs> um, and is she like, kind of like, I can go up and talk to her or is she yes, too far yeah, away? Okay, yeah, the, okay. the, the, the idea is I go up and I introduce myself. Yeah. Okay, she dismounts her salamander. Um, she looks suave, she looks sleek. She brings up her hand to her mouth and then puts it away like she was gonna start biting her nails and stop. She looks like she's completely cool 
on the surface, if you were to peer a little bit closer, maybe on a close-up camera angle, you would see, see that her breathing is very shallow. She might be a little nervous, but she hides it well. She approaches Patrilla. Mm -hmm. Hello, my name is Muriel Morrill. I realize the irony in that. Um, you can just call me uh, Muriel Moore because that's what you'll be asking for soon. <gasps> Roll a ew, persuasion check. Persuasion? Do you know what? It's so funny. My dice aren't here. Me either. <laughs> oh my God, you do. Can I? Here, just give me a d20. What do you, how are you gonna play D&D without dice? I'm going to, I'm gonna go get them in just a second. 16. Patrilla blushes a little bit. Yes! She's like, oh, ah, that's a, that's a, have you been practicing that one? I didn't know you were trying to practice, like, maybe I'm not as prepared for this as I should have been. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Hold on, sorry. Um, don't worry, I have plenty of practice for the both of us. Did, did she like it? Roll a perception check. Oh, God. 18. You see, Patrilla does, she blushes even more, but like in a good way. Okay, okay, because like yeah. I can pull back if she's, she doesn't no. look uncomfortable. No, 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 it's like in a good way. <laughs> okay. okay. I sit on my hands to keep from biting my nails. Uh, you actually see a little, a little PA pops out from like behind the fountain and is like, you're real, you're on this, this way. Oh, Lovely to meet you. I'll see you later. Uh, as you get a closer look at the PA, she's a small little elven girl, kind of round with glasses, uh, dark skin, really curly hair all piled on top of her head. She has like a little clipboard. Hi, Muriel. I am Aaron with an A and an E. And um, it is... <laughs> That's really funny. So nice to meet you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to meet you, but we need you to get in the mansion because the next contestant is coming. Oh, yeah. nice to meet you, yeah. too. Um, we'll, we'll have more time later to get to know each other, right? Of course, of course, of course. Just, like, follow me, and we'll get out of the way because you're in the camera shot. Oh, okay. Aaron escorts you into the mansion for you to kind of explore, right, as our next contestant is pulling up, and our next contestant will be Kelly. So coming up is a carriage that looks like it's been pieced together kind of awkwardly. There is elven design in the carriage itself, but the wheels have like dwarven runes carved onto them. <laughs> um, the horses themselves are kind of mismatched. The door opens and the camera has to pan down because you realize you're looking at something that's only two and a half feet tall. <laughs> and you see a kind of vaguely humanoid figure, but it's kind of wobbling around the edges and it's a little confusing. And then they trip out of the carriage and fall into, the, onto their face. Oh. Kind of brush off, stand themselves up. But you realize when they fell, it just completely went flat for a second. And as it stands up, you see it's more just kind of a humanoid pile of pink ooze with no discernible human or like facial features whatsoever. It is just two and a half feet tall of jello, basically. <laughs> And kind of kind of walks up and now kind of brushes themselves off and looks unfazed, but also again, no facial features at all. <laughs> and uh, comes up to Patrilla and the mouth appears a split second before they start talking. Hi, I'm Jex Delgore. You can call me Jex. You know, I had something smooth planned, but I saw your face and now it's the only thing I can think about. <laughs> 
Roll a persuasion check. Okay, check. And roll it with advantage, because you said there's dwarven runes on your carriage. Hell yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. culture. It ma- um, culture matters, culture everyone. Matter. I never said, hey, I never said it didn't. <laughs> Don't twist my words. Ooh, yes. 24. Oh, wow. <laughs> you see Patrilla cracks a big smile, and she's like, Whoa, that was quite an entrance. I really like the rustic look of everything that really brings brings me back to my home roots. You know, this fancy mansion is a, a lot. I mean, I know our, we live in a big mountain, you know, but not a, <laughs> you know, this is a lot of kerfuffle. It was so nice to meet Jex, did you say? Jex, yes, thank you. It's nice to meet you as well. And um, Patrilla's going to shake your... Yeah, a hand appears. Hand? As it's like reaching up a small hand like forms. <laughs> How uh, <laughs> how sticky is Jex's grip? Um, I don't think super sticky, but you know when you touch Jello and it kind of like kind of flops in, and then you, there's a little bit of film for a second. It's that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patrilla's kind of into that. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my god! Um, Patrilla loves the texture. For, for a second. Jex gets like slightly skinnier and slightly taller, trying to like meet Patrilla. <laughs> Can't go all the way, but is like trying. Patrilla uh, looks like she's gonna say something else to you. Like she's really enjoying this interaction. A very tall, uh, dark purple tiefling kind of appears around the corner of the fountain. Hey, hey, Je- Jex, Jex, is yeah. that? Yeah. Can you uh, come with me? Oh, yeah, sorry. And then I'm going to turn and in Dwarvish say to Patrilla, it was really nice to meet you. Damn. Bilingual Riz. (laughs) Jack's got, yeah, Jack's got Riz. Oh my God. (laughs) Jack's got game. Roll me a, a raw charisma check. 23. The Scanlan dice are not letting me down. (laughs) This is his time. (laughs) Also, just so you guys know, um, Jex's gender is sure, and pronouns are why not. (laughs) Jex is a small pile of jello. You can call him whatever you want. I love Jex. That's Olivia talking. <laughs> you can see Patrilla like almost like reaches after you and like kind of wants to keep talking as this tiefling is leading you away. And as this tiefling is kind of walking with you, he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, my name is Mayhem and I'm one of the PAs. Uh, that just means I'm pretty awesome, AKA pretty important. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we need you to go in the mansion because you're in the shot and your time's oh, done. I'm so sorry. And no, you're right. You do seem very important. And I'll kind of try to like scurry <laughs> off, <laughs> like walking faster. Mayhem like is like, mm-hmm, and then just like walks right next to you the whole time. He's like, I gotta, I gotta go in with you. Uh, but oh, sorry. <laughs> that's nice. Um, and then our camera is gonna pan away back to our third contestant for the night. Uh, Campbell, can you introduce your character? From around the corner of the drive, you see this large kelpie, which is like a horse made out of pure like ocean water and seaweed. And on top is a tall blue water genasi. And she has beautiful dark blue markings. They sparkle in the moonlight. She has big finned fish ears with piercings and kind of shark-like teeth. She's amphibious, and she's but she's got this short, curly, blonde hair on top. She's wearing a beautiful cloak, but as she sort of pulls up and hops off of her kelpie and sends it away, the kelpie starts to run away, and then it just kind of evaporates into the ground and makes the ground wetter. <laughs> <laughs> Even more wet. 
<laughs> yeah, so now the ground is significantly more wet, <laughs> which is good because Nori is completely uh, barefoot. Um, so it, she's wearing this beautiful cloak and she pulls the hood down and kind of opens her arms up to go in for a hug. Patrilla, shalom! <laughs> and you notice that she she's wearing a tank top and board shorts. Patrilla, I've heard so much about you. It's fantastic to meet you. And she goes in for a hug. And she's carrying a bouquet of um, lotus flowers. Oh, and she hands wow. it to Patrilla. Yeah, also roll a persuasion to see if she <laughs> agrees to the hug. Dang, that's another 24. <laughs> oh. Wow. Patrilla is in into the vibe. Patrilla's like, oh, all right. I, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and she is going to give you a big hug. How tall? Oh, her name is Nori Morgane. She goes, hi, I'm Nori. And she's probably like six feet tall. She's <laughs> She has to bend down to give her a hug. And she kind of picks her up. <laughs> Patrilla's like, oh, <laughs> I, wow, you're really tall up there. Uh, I like all your, um, when you like pick her up to hug her, she, uh, Patrilla's going to like look up into your face. You have a bunch of piercings, right? She's got them all over her, her ears. Her ears. Yeah. She's going to look at your ears and be like, oh, that's not a nice metal you got on your ears. Oh, thank you. I'm a collector. <laughs> oh, me too. I love collecting nice and precious metals. Do you have any like extra precious ones or you save those for special I, occasions? Um, I unscrew one of the little gold hoops that I have on my ear and I hand them to her to prove my devotion to you. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. Roll a, a raw charisma check okay. for me. Seven. Oh no, she hates puns. <laughs> Patrilla goes, oh, I'm, I'm quite flattered for the gift, but I think it's kind of supposed to be like a little bit of the other way around. Like I'm supposed to gift y'all things. I don't, oh, I don't really know. And she like puts them back in your hand. <laughs> it's no trouble at all. It's all right. I put it back in my ear. I just don't want you to lose something precious to you. Um, but maybe, maybe later we can swap metals or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'd love to swap medals with you, Patrilla. <laughs> Nori, you're gonna see two PAs pop their head around the fountain. Shalom! Uh, <laughs> and this time it's gonna be Mayhem and Aaron, and they're kind of like pushing each other, trying to, they're all, they're like, Nori, Nori, come on. And then the other one's like pushing the other one down, like their head back behind the fountain. That's Mayhem. He's like, Nori, come on. Yeah, come towards me. And then Aaron is like pushing Mayhem back and it's, uh, come, hey, Nori, uh, I'm just gonna show you your next direction. And they're just gonna keep fighting like this. Yeah, yeah no problem. I'm right on my way. I'll, I'll catch you later, Patrilla. It was so nice to meet ya. I don't know when I'll see you again because I don't really know what is happening here. I don't know why I decided <laughs> to find love on a very public broadcasted scale. Anyway, and then Patrilla just like runs off into the bushes. Oh! oh. Runs. And so Mayhem and Aaron are gonna lead Nori into the mansion. And Nori, you are thrust into the group uh, with Muriel and Jex. RPAs, um, and Mayhem is gonna look at you and like, all right, what's up, contestants? So next step, uh, you guys got a little time to explore, to hang out, get to know each other if you want. I mean, nobody's here to make friends, though, are they? We're here for love. That's right. But with Patrilla, not each other, right? And Mayhem, like, looks at all of you guys, like, for a verbal response. 
Oh, I uh, get a feeling something didn't go are, to plan are we on, last season. Are we off limits to each other, or...? Uh, yeah, so, like, the viewers, I mean, they don't really like, uh, when our, uh, bachelor, bachelorette, whoever doesn't end up with somebody at the end, so kind of good for you guys to stay apart, know what I mean? Oh, right, fine. I only have eyes for Petrilla, and you can tell her I said that. And that's what we like to hear, Muriel. And Aaron, like, shoves Mayhem to the side and is like, um, <laughs> okay, so I'm the lead PA on this, so just if you guys have any <laughs> questions, <laughs> um, let me know. We are actually going to move into our first little act activity together very soon and i'm not supposed to give you guys hints but the host bliss is not here right now so i can say is like <laughs> get ready for a punching good time you know what i mean chill yeah you know what i mean <laughs> i like you already <laughs> anyway get to know each other uh we will be right back oh by the way your room is right down the hall take a left or right another right left and then you guys are going to be in that tiny little room where all the beds are kind of smushed together kind of like you kind of got to look at each other uh, unless you're sleeping um okay see you later that's uh, such a strange way to put us when you don't want us to fall in love with each other <laughs> <laughs> oh we found that sometimes it can breed more hatred if you guys like can't get away from each other's faces oh yeah 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 do, yeah. you, do you have any food or is there just alcohol? <laughs> Jex, that's my little jello person. We have alcohol. Sure. Yeah, no, you're right on. Just just alcohol. Okay. Uh, there might yeah. be some water crackers somewhere, but that might be like in the crew craft services. Totally fine. Just curious. <laughs> yeah. Anyway deuces mayhem and aaron are gonna scurry off and you three are left alone hello i'm nori nice to meet you guys what's hanging hi i'm muriel do we need to stay and talk to each other while we're not on camera or okay perfect the shadows yearn for my presence oh wow and she, she drifts back into a corner <laughs> of the room uh, but she whispers nice to meet you Jax." and then you can't see her anymore <gasps> what Richie, go what about me <laughs> She didn't say nice to meet me. <laughs> oh, did I not? I think it's nice no. to meet you. <laughs> Too late. It's Lily. nice to meet you, Jax. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, it's yeah, okay. We... I understand. People look over my head all the time. It's, it's all right. You're just all the way down there. You know, it's how's the weather down there? <laughs> I, I think it's the same as up there. I don't think there are weather patterns in this room. <laughs> well, you know what they say, heat rises. Are, are you calling it's... yourself hot? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, no, I liked it. I thought that was really clever. You're very attractive. Thank you, Jax. You are very jello yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I emerge out I emerge out of the shadows and I say, actually I can't bear to listen to such an inconspicuous conversation. Nori, it is nice to meet you. That's that was my mistake. How impolite of me. <laughs> anyway. Could you all roll perception checks for me? Critical failure. <laughs> I got an eight. Ten. Uh-oh. <laughs> All you guys feel is a sneaking suspicion that something is watching your every move, something or someone, but you can't really place where it might be coming from. I, I assume we're being filmed at all times, so. Oh. I know this you guys like probably see me as competition. I know we're all competing against each other, but maybe don't 
flirt with each other too openly when the cameras are rolling. Oh, was I flirting? I thought I was just acknowledging a fact. You're both very attractive. That's just, flirting would be telling you I want to do something about it, right? I don't understand, but right? Hey, we're all here for the same reason, Patrilla. We're all devoted to the same person, it's all right. Yeah, that is right. And I'll do anything I have to to win her hand. You'll try. So will you. <laughs> Does she only have one hand? <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I look at your lips. <laughs> hey, but Jack, don't worry. I, I'm sure Patrilla isn't ready for this jelly, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're gonna do well, man. Sorry, I'm just, I have to take some notes. <laughs> oh, God. Jax, uh, I totally respect your um, idea of flirting, so um, I'll just wait and let you know once I want to do something about it. And I blow you a little kiss. Uh, Jax turns a little bit pinker. <laughs> just a little bit. It's hard to tell. Jax is pink. <laughs> but the face gets a little bit pinker, and then it's like, oh, okay, I appreciate it if you tell me. Just let me know. Did they just leave us here? Are we supposed to be waiting for something? And I want to do an investigation check around the perimeter of the room. Great. I think they want us to get drunk and angry. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven! <laughs> yeah, uh, you see it's uh, the interior of a mansion, you know, some like granite floors and countertops, big kitchen. There is a lot of alcohol on the counters. If you keep going, you do find the bedroom that you guys are supposed to be in. The beds are all pretty much the same. So if you guys wanted to claim them, really wouldn't matter. They're all just like bunched together, like in a little truck. <laughs> I slept on the Important rocky question. cobblestone streets of this town for the first 10 years of my life, so. I was sleeping there last night, my man. <laughs> Let's go. I'm comfortable anywhere. I can make it fit. <laughs> I bet you do fit anywhere, my, <laughs> my jelly. I extend a little pseudopod, <laughs> just like out of my body, that just kind of keeps growing. As Jax looks at you pointedly, it gets a couple feet long before it like goes back a to the body. Feet? Whoa, that's quite the reach there, man. Important question. Yeah. Are the heads facing each other? Or are we like in a triangle? <laughs> Foot to head? To head, or are we all just like pointing in? In my head, you guys are all like pointing in. Okay. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay. Seems like the funniest option if I were to pick yeah. one. <laughs> Jax is extending <laughs> for some feet. <laughs> Why? Customizable. <laughs> Uh, you guys hear a <coughs> behind you guys, and you turn and uh, you see the famed host of the Dwarven Bachelor, Bliss Harrington. Um, he is a fawn with little like cherry blossoms all throughout his uh, his hair in like a high like blonde man bun, but his fur is like light tan. He's little like cherry blossoms everywhere, but he's in a very like nice manicured suit. Hello, and welcome to the Dwarven Bachelor contestants. Are uh, you ready to uh, take the first dive into love with our first activity? I'm, I'm always ready to dive into anything, Bliss. Let's get this party rolling. Please get me out of this room. I'm excited. Let's go. Follow me. And as you guys walk out, uh, the camera the camera's going to cut to a 
a nice, some like montage of you guys walking through like the labyrinth of the mansion, like the gardens and everything. And you guys just like, as you're walking, you're looking at Bliss and his his mouth is not moving, but you are hearing this like voiceover <laughs> everywhere and you guys cannot figure out where it's coming from. <gasps> they say love is a battlefield and that has never been more true than today. Our lovely contestants will be proving themselves in combat against a horde of alchemical skunks. But defeating the skunks isn't enough. Dwarven culture and battle tactics emphasize working together to form a whole greater than the sum of its parts. Patrilla will be watching to see if the contestants can put aside their differences to conquer a common foe. It's a battle to see who can be the most helpful today on The Dwarven Bachelor. And you guys are led out to what looks to be like a lake. But then you kind of hear this water rushing and you see the middle start sinking down and the water like seems to be going over the edges like it would fill it in, but it's like disappearing and steps appear and basically in front of you a sunken coliseum and this lake appears and you guys are led down the steps into it. And on a little like grandstand, you see Patrilla sitting as you guys walk down the stairs and kind of pass bliss all of a sudden he appears also on the grandstand and is nowhere next to you guys two guards kind of shut the doors between the stairway and the coliseum cross from you all the way to the other side of the coliseum let's call this a, a mid-sized coliseum like let's not go fully like roman sure sure <laughs> mid-size you see a tiny little door a metal door it's it's the only one you see it's not like there's like large huge doors anywhere there's just a tiny little door on the other side and Patrilla is looking at you guys expectantly drinking she has a tankard in her hand drinking something aggressively um, she gives a little wave to you guys and is like all right you guys got it it's just a few alchemical skunks you guys have fought them before right chill yeah I'm sorry what now uh alchemical skunks quite a nuisance where I'm from all right can I try to figure out if I know anything about alchemical skunks? Do a nature check. 16. Oh. oh, yeah, Jax, you definitely have alchemical skunks where you're from. So you know that they're like larger than what we would know skunks to be. Badger sized? Yeah. Okay. Badger sized. Okay. They waddle around. They seem really friendly. And instead of the white stripe down their back, it's a neon green stripe. You know that they were created as an unfortunate accident of a magic school prank. Some uh, unfortunate students made a skunk drink a bunch of potions, and then it created this very potent little chemical skunk. <laughs> uh, and you know that it has a chemical spray. The effects of it change as it's so they can be different every time. Well, guys, it sounds sure. like the, the challenge is to work together. So I spin my <laughs> trident and I plant it on the ground. I go, what's everybody else packing? I pull out a very thin kind of like onyx black rapier and twirl it. Ooh. Jex reaches into his chest and pulls out a different color ooze <laughs> that kind of sits in her hand just as like a slightly pulsating ball. Nice! Wow. Um, maybe don't stand right next to me. It's a little unpredictable. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep our distance, bud. Perfect. You know okay. what they say? Fight bodily fluids with bodily fluids. Hey. I'm sure if we can find it in ourselves not to sleep with each other, packed in that tiny room with three beds, we can also find it in ourselves to put aside our differences and fight to the death. 
Yeah. The death? It will be Wait, difficult. The death. Wait, what? <laughs> Do we have to kill these creatures? Yes, that is the point. Uh, they are okay. major pests, so fight! Now everybody roll initiative. <laughs> I'm good at pest control. <laughs> Critical failure! <gasps> oh Fun. no! 17. Dirty 20. So you guys mechanically helping each other and helping other contestants gets you points, but falling unconscious will be a detriment to you. So you got to balance, like, help each other, but also don't sacrifice yourself, because uh, Patrilla is not into that. Can we do talking heads during combat? Mm-hmm. Sweet. You have to stop, like, say what you want to do and stop me before you roll, because you'll yeah. do your talking head, and then you'll get to go roll. Yeah. While you can go down, you can't die. There are clerics on site, and they have the magic means even for, like, revivification. Um, it almost seems like the lighting in the arena gets like more cinematic. You guys are really confused where these effects are coming from, but they're just happening. You see the little door <laughs> opens. Uh, these two badger-sized skunks waddle out, looking around. They look pretty cute. <laughs> Talking head. I cannot believe that they are asking us to hurt these beautiful creatures. They're creatures of the night. They're sleek, they're poisonous, they're seen as pests by the world. Everyone has these terrible misconceptions about them. I, forgive me if I have a soft spot, especially for alchemical skunks. I don't know if I can do this. We cut back to these <laughs> adorable, like, imagine like close up shot of like the little skunks, like sniffing the camera, like. Oh. And they just, uh, they, they see you guys and they just come, they're just waddling towards y'all. And the first skunk is gonna come over to Nori and is gonna sniff, sniff at your foot. These guys uh, are pretty cute. What, could, what, what What's so bad about them? The minute that you speak. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. The skunk is gonna go alert. Its tail's gonna go up. It's gonna spin around and it is gonna spray you with its alchemical spray. Nori, roll me a constitution saving throw. 13. Great. You see a foul smelling purple fog just like, like puff out at you and it envelops you and it is horrible. Oh my god. You are now poisoned until the start of your next turn. God. Once it has poisoned you, it is going to bite your ankle and take two swipes of his claws at you. I'm guessing an eight doesn't hit. Nope. But a 19 does. Yep. Hit you for eight damage with its claws. And then on the bite, it got a nat 20. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to Silvery Barbs that. Ooh. So I can, as a reaction, be, um, and I will call kind of from across from wherever I'm standing. Be like, we're friends now, right? And so he has to roll a d20. However, I got a 26. Ooh. On my... For wild magic? I love wild magic. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Wait, So does I... my skunk need to roll anything? Your, your skunk has to re-roll and has to take the lower roll. <laughs> Seven. Yeah, it doesn't um, hit. Nice. And I will give Muriel advantage <gasps> on the next thing Muriel does. So if you're a rogue, that should give you sneak attack no matter what. And then an eye appears on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> my very first one. <laughs> yeah, like your first eye. I won't let you down, Jex. <laughs> We're friends. 
And like two thumbs appear. Shell, yeah, and, like, Jax. Double thumbs up. <laughs> you see, Jax, you see Petrilla from the grandstand is like nodding her head. She's she's into this friendship thing that you have. <laughs> Keep an eye on things. I wink at you. I blink it back my only eye. <laughs> you have no like, choice. Did I do it right? But to I, win. I'm not used to this. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. And Jex, you yes. are up next in the initiative. Sweet question. Mm-hmm. I can mimic the sounds made by creatures that I have heard. You said I know I am familiar with alchemical skunks. Yes. I would like to. Am I currently in melee with any with either of the skunks? No, they're kind of surrounding Nori at the moment. Uh, I'm going to use my full movement then, so 30 feet to get like 30 feet away from them. Great. And then I'm going to make the maiden call of an alchemical skunk. Yes. Genius. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Can you make that for us? Yeah. Could you... What does that sound like? What does that, what does that sound like? <laughs> That's good. I believe you. Roll and part of me wants to say like animal handling, but I'll also let you or persuasion. Uh, performance, might I argue? Yeah. Deception? No, I'll let performance. That's good. Deception. Sounds Uh, So I do get advantage then because I'm trying to not be myself. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Because of the actor feat. Deception is 24. The minute that noise leaves (laughs) Jex's form, the little skunks (laughs) snap their head over there, over in your direction. I look at each other. And these guys aren't waddling slow anymore. <laughs> They're coming at a full sprint and like shoving each other on the way over. They are now thinking they're gonna find love on this show. <laughs> oh no! Why should the skunks have to miss out on love? Um, I don't really have any bonus actions, so yeah, that's all I want to do. <laughs> Perfect. Up next is Muriel. So you are seeing these skunks brutally poisoned and attacked Nori, and then immediately turned and are in a dead sprint towards Jex. Okay, I... God, I cannot bring myself to stab them, but uh, I have no way to heal you, so I am going to kind of nimbly um, run and um, jump over the skunks so that I land in front of Jex, who they are barreling towards. God, I'm gonna have to do it. (laughs) Ugh. I don't have to hide um, for sneak attack since I have advantage, so I'm gonna poke him. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna poke him a little bit. I'm gonna. What do you mean by poke him? Stab them? Is, do I have to? Is that the only way to defeat them? Stab them? Or I could put them in my little. I have an adventurer's pack. You're gonna put two badger-sized creatures in an adventurer's pack? Fine, fine. I'll attack them. Yeah. <laughs> Tears well up in my eyes. Oh my god. And I strike with my rapier. Oh, uh, does a 15 hit? Yes. Okay, 20 points of damage. But I, oh my god, I can't do it. 20 points of damage to this poor skunk. Okay. Jess just like, you're really good at stabbing them. <laughs> that was so much damage. <laughs> Here's what I want to do. Can I, instead of just doing, like, I don't want to kill it. Yeah. Would 20 points of damage kill it? No. It's non- it, non-lethal damage. Yeah, you can do non-lethal damage. And then it's going to puff me again. I want to stab my rapier into its tail and pin it in place. So I'm going to consider that a grapple. So you're also going to have to make a grapple check. Can I do that? Attack and grapple in one turn? 
rules is written i feel like no but rules but is olivia rules wrote. As olivia yes. said okay i am not very athletic oh but i rolled really well or Six, just a strength 16 oh or just strength don't worry yeah. you didn't beat my skunk oh your skunk is so strong no i said you did like my skunk didn't beat you oh, what oh, I mean. oh okay i want to do non-lethal damage and then i want to stick my rapier in the like into the ground so that the skunk is pinned in place Great. You pin this skunk in place, and the other skunk continues straight on a beeline towards Jex. I wring my hands with guilt <laughs> over what I've done, but I do put, I do keep my body in front of Jex to protect them. This skunk starts squirming and like hissing and snapping at you. It has gone like feral. And it's going to twist its body in a way. Because I'm assuming you just, like, stab straight into its tail, right? Yeah. It's going to ignore the pain and, like, make a loop so its butt <laughs> is facing you. It's going to skunk you. Get skunked. Get skunked. Make a con saving throw for me. Oh, that is, that sure is my dump stat. Ten. You are enveloped by a sweet-smelling blue fog, like baby blue. Okay. Um, feels very calming and peaceful. Wow. Everybody, uh, and the cameras get a close-up on this, you watch uh, Muriel absolutely fall asleep in the middle of the arena. Oh! <laughs> no! It has been a long day. You will be unconscious for one minute. Um, but a minute! If you take damage or another creature takes an action to shake you awake. Like, you'll wake up if you take damage oh, or if okay. somebody shakes you awake. So you're asleep. So I go to heroically guard Jex's jello-y form and then immediately <laughs> clouds <laughs> and curl up for a nap. It is going to use its action to try to break free from your rapier. And it doesn't. You, you see it, it takes some swipes at the rapier, but it's not able to kind of dislodge it. Um, and then we jump over to Nori. So I shake off the poison, and then they've run over to the other side of the room, so I am going to use my movement to run. They're like 30 feet away, right? You, that's how far you ran over. So I'm gonna run over. I ready my trident, and I'm gonna go for the skunk that just skunked Muriel. Great. And I have disadvantage, right? Right now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you're still poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an 11. Dang. And a 22. So I, does an 11 hit? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, I also, as a paladin, have an extra attack. I can attack twice instead of once. Great. Okay. <sighs> oh, okay. It's a 20 and a 24. So yep. does a 20 hit. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I have never played a paladin in my life. There are so many things to remember. <laughs> so that's a six points of damage. And then just for fun, when I hit with them, I can expend a spell, slot, a spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage to the target. My divine smite. All right. You're going to smite the skunk? Yeah. 13 points of damage. This skunk is looking rough. He's not doing well. Good. And you see him kind of whimper a little bit. No, I can't! <laughs> <laughs> he whimpers, but he's also so stinky at the same time. Yeah, so stinky, stinky. Mixed feelings. Hmm. I'm asleep, so I don't even know. Yeah, you, you don't even know. We're going to go back up the initiative with the skunk that is beelining right towards Jex. 
And this skunk is actually, it's gonna get right up close to you, Jex, and stop, and it's gonna, it's gonna sniff him. And when it realizes that she's not, in fact, a mateable alchemical skunk. Oh, I can make a tail if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you are not stinky enough for this skunk to believe you. You know what it's gonna do. It's gonna give you a little, a little spritz. Roll a wisdom saving throw for me, Jex. Oh, it couldn't be constitution? <laughs> Come on. Sorry. <laughs> this is so messed up. You're targeting our weaknesses. Nat one. <gasps> Ooh! Checks. Nat one. Now, is this against being poisoned by any chance? No, unfortunately okay. not. You see a a very sparkly orange cloud surrounds you. And Jex, you just think that this is the funniest, silliest thing you've ever seen. Um, and you uh, will be incapacitated from laughing so hard for the next minute, but you do get to repeat your saving throws at the beginning of every turn, possibly end this, but you are incapacitated until cool. then. Cool, cool. Oh no. It is also going to take a bite and two claw attacks. Does an eight hit? Oh no, actually. Okay, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm assuming a nat 20 does. Oh. Um, and I can't cast spells. Okay. <laughs> So that's gonna that's gonna hit you for twelve damage. Um, okay. And you got one more. Does a seventeen hit? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're jello. <laughs> I have no armor on, guys. I have cloth. I that, don't even have leather. That's gonna be another six points of damage. Okay. The skunk is kind of fucking jacks up over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what? Don't look at me. <laughs> Well, you're the one who decided to fall asleep. What? Um, hawk shoe, hawk shoe. <laughs> Muriel, I would say it's your turn, but uh, you're asleep. So we're going to hop over to our second skunk, mm -hmm. which uh, now... Did yeah, I have a turn? You were incapacitated by the skunk. Can oh, I but you can still... Can my turn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Make your saving throw. Uh, I would like to call talking head first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Go very for it. smart. <laughs> <clears throat> So the thing you have to be concerned with alchemical skunks, right? Is that they have all these different kinds of gases they can produce and some of them are fine and some of them are basic. The one that gets you is the laughing gas. Now, I don't know what it is. Alchemical skunks aren't known for their sense of humor, but something about it is just terrifying. You just got caught into fits of laughter. So I don't know, I can handle everything. I just, I just don't want to start laughing on TV. <laughs> and the camera so I'll make my cuts wisdom back. Safe. Yeah. Well, but you get advantage from the talking head. Yeah, that's true. It's with advantage. Oh, so close, but not enough. <gasps> no. <Okay. laughs> so Jax is just cracking up over there, jiggling, jiggling and laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. In between, just you hear little. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a jiggling piece of jello. Oh. Uh, Muriel just honk shooing away. Yeah. No, uh, she looks like you would think she was dead. She she barely breathes and she's so silent. She would never snore. Oh. This uh, skunk, our second skunk is going to turn its sights on Nori because Nori just uh, hurt it pretty bad. Yep. And you know the drill. You're about to get skunked. Roll a charisma saving throw for me. 
19. You are enveloped with a pink mist that smells a lot like roses and is really pleasant. And for a second, you think, wow, this skunk is really great. But then <gasps> that thought goes away. Was I going to fall in love with the skunk? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. Dang, I'll never know. This skunk is really great. <laughs> this skunk is so nice. But it, it dissipates. The skunk is going to use his action still to try to break this rapier that's in his tail. Yeah. He does not do it. He's just so, his little hands just can't shove this thing off in the right way. I put it in deep. <laughs> uh, Nori, your turn. Wait, so, can I make a saving throw? You don't get a saving throw. Yours is yours is until somebody helps you or something attacks you. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Not all skunk sprays are created equal. No, it's okay. I would snore to show that I'm asleep, but Muriel would never snore. <laughs> Instead of moving this turn, I'm going to shake Muriel awake. Great. Um, do I roll for that, or does she just wake up? She can just wake okay. up. I'll just say that that will have to be your, like, action. Awake in. <gasps> what happened? Nobody? God. All right. As you wake up, I raise my spear into the air. <laughs> I have no concern for how you feel about these. I'm not saying this, but, like, she's, she thinks... Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to stab me. No, I'm going to stab this skunk oh, you love oh. right in front of you. I'm sorry. Wait, as a, do you have a bonus action to do that? What? You'd use your action to wake her up. Oh, shoot. I thought I could use my movement instead. Mm -mm. That was my full action? Mm -hmm. Shoot. At okay. least I'm not asleep anymore. I helped her. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you did. Thanks for reminding me. I just need to take notes. On how good of a person you are? Yeah. <laughs> And we're back up to our skunk that's going after Jex. And this skunk is not going to spray you because you're incapacitated. It's just going to take more attacks against you. He does get three. Does an 11 hit? No. Stay strong. An 18? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be eight points of damage. He's oh. going to bite a chunk out of your side. Bite. <laughs> oh my god. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And that's the end of that skunk's turn. Jax, now it's your turn. I can use Tides of Chaos to just get advantage. Okay. Because I've already rolled on the wild magic table. I get advantage on one thing. So I'm just going to give myself advantage on this. Yes. <gasps> Perfect. <laughs> Jax, you feel the humor that was grasping you is no longer there. And you are done laughing. You're able to breathe. Nothing is funny about this situation anymore. And you just see this stupid looking skunk standing in front of you with a with a chunk of your your blob hanging out of its mouth. <laughs> oh. Ew. Sorry. Like I'm that. not bleeding because I have no blood. Yeah. But I have to like kind of reshape myself. Yeah. Oh no. You've Is lost it the, mass. It's the end of my turn, right? I can't do anything else on this turn? You still can because it's the beginning of your turn, so oh, I'll let you have bless. your full turn. Okay. I'm going to twin a spell and I'm going to cast an underneath, so like right next to both skunks, mm -hmm. a hand, like a medium-sized hand, like rises up out of the soil and uh, grabs both skunks. Both skunks have to make a strength save. One is a 16 and the other is a, a 10. Uh, the 16 succeeds. So the one that had a 10, it is completely grabbed in the hand. Both hands are still there, by the way. Got it. But one of them, the one that is was grabbed, takes ooh uh, nine points of bludgeoning damage and is restrained. 
Very nice. Just squeezing him like a chew toy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, see how you like it. That's the big shit. Great. I'm going to say the one that you grab is the one that was like in front of you, actually like actively attacking you. He's the one that you're oh. grabbing. Thank God. And squeezing okay. and shaking. And he's, he's making, he's like, <laughs> like little squeaks. <laughs> He can't make an opportunity attack then, right? Or he can, it's just a disadvantage. Okay, I'm gonna run away. He'll take his opportunity attack at disadvantage. Yeah, that's fine. For a little claw. Damn, sorry. I'm rolling great today, everybody. Yeah, I just... Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Oh, evil shield. Yeah, that still hits as I run away. Or six points of damage. Okay, I'm still up. <laughs> I look real bad. Um, I think the way you can tell on me is that my forms are getting real wobbly. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm kind of like step to step reforming. And oh. I'm like, Ow. Oh, no. <laughs> I like limped across oh, the my room. Goodness. Trying to put myself like in a triangle, get us like away from that thing. I have to make a con save for concentration. Mm. 16, yeah. So the spell stays up. Perfect. Nice. Uh, Muriel, it's your turn. <clears throat> oh, God. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Okay. <laughs> As you're making your decision, you hear that that voiceover booming through the air again, and Bliss Harrington is like, "Well, wow, looks like looks like Muriel's gonna go for the killing blow on this tiny little cute skunk." No, my my resolve shatters. Jex? Yeah. I sorry, I forgot to roll on the table. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for saying uh, that. I got resistance to all damage for a minute. <laughs> Thank what? God. To, to all damage? That's good, because you were like about to die. Damn. I have no healing. I'm suddenly a very sturdy jello. <laughs> I feel like we just see you like you're like retreating, and then all of a sudden you just like stop and like, <laughs> like you like back up to your like, normal form. I'm like, what? <laughs> like when you like touch Gak, like you squish Gak hard and it like resists. Yeah. 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 Okay, I never used my advantage oh, yes. from my talking head. And I want to um, go up to the one that's restrained by my rapier. And as I pull my rapier out, I want to um, let it fall. Or not let it fall. I guess I picture it against the wall. But anyway, I want to get my, um, my pack like, mm -hmm. that I carry around to collect things. Everybody has a little collection, right? Pick up around. Anyway, and I want to scoop it into it, but I want to like use the fact that it's restrained to to scoop. Anyway, I have advantage anyway, so yeah. Make know. a strength check, like you're gonna grapple. Can it be animal handling? Sure, you can animal <laughs> handle this thing. As you're doing this, I'm not twenty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kidding. I'm not kidding. Well, you can look over and see I, it. I don't know why I assume you like think I'm gonna what? like. I was like, she's gonna think I'm lying. Wait, I want to roll again to see if I get two nat twenties. Okay, no. Okay, nat twenty to put it in the bag, and I want to, I want to um, put my rapier through like the top of the bag so that I'm holding the skunk like at arm's length. <laughs> you, uh, you do this successfully. The skunk is in the bag. You hear like a, and I want to find one of the cameras and say. refuse to participate in like the in the profiling of these beautiful creatures as pests they can be they can be safely and non-violently restrained i stab the bag and i run away from it <laughs> 
like stab into the bag? No, oh my god, I just stab I just stab it into the ground so it okay. stays where it is. I was like, oh my so god, that you I can, just killed it. No, 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 no. So that I can get over um to the other skunk, basically. I'm stabbing the bag into the ground, yeah. no stabbing of the skunk. And I am being a conscientious objector to this barbaric practice. What's his name? Lucky Jiggy. Blitz. Bliss. He's Bliss? gonna kill <laughs> Bliss is gonna kill me. Uh you Bliss hear, is gonna execute me. You hear the voiceover like uh, like booming laughter, like <laughs> <laughs> looks like she's trying to steal our skunk and take it for ourselves. Weird that she wouldn't just kill this stinky little skunk. Anyways, uh, you can tell like Bliss is just like absolutely flustered by this decision. <laughs> and we are gonna go to the skunk in the bag. You see that this skunk, you can hear it rustling around and you see it's taking its claws and like starting to like shred through the bag. It's not out yet, but- It's shredding? It's shredding. And then we're gonna go to Nori. On a nat 20 animal handling check, can it, can we be friends? That's not how animal handling works. <laughs> so we got one in a bag. Okay. Got one in the hand. The one in the hand, I have like a spear as well that I can throw. Mm -hmm. And I am still poisoned, so I still have disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Dang. But you have advantage on it because it is restrained. Ooh. Do I just roll normally? Do they cancel out? <laughs> Hang on, wait, you can do another constitution saving throw. Oh, dang, I have a- <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's a nine, so. Well, you're still poisoned. It'll do I be just roll normally? Normal, yeah. Okay, I just rolled once, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is a 23. That does it. Heck yeah. Okay, and then I do five points of damage with the spear that I throw across at it. How's it looking? It's looking rough. It's okay. looking about the same as what the other skunk looked like when it was shoved into the bag. I could kill this, the one in the bag, if, but I would feel kind of bad about the fact <laughs> that I'm killing the one that I was Muriel thinking, just tried to save. We could put him back in the hole they came from. You go do that for me, buddy. <laughs> and then I think Jax is in the range for me to do this. Yeah, like you're you're not, you're probably not, you ran away, but you're probably not 30 feet away. You're within my range here. Yeah. Okay. So I ward a creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature Ooh. who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw, um, DC 13. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attacker's spell. If the warded creature makes an attack, cast a spell that affects an enemy or deals damage to another creature, the spell ends. So it's like, I'm casting this on you just in case the one that's in your hand like breaks out and tries to get you next round, just to try and, because I can't lay on hands you right now, you're a little far away, but. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it was safer to be farther away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this skunk is just gonna make the strength save, try to hop out. 11. No. No way. <laughs> nice. Great. This little skunk is stuck in there um, and can't move. He's getting really angry. You can see the, the bag with the other skunk is still being shredded. Uh, Jex, it's your turn. Um, and if you, Jex, you probably look up on your turn and uh, notice that Patrilla is looking, looking kind of bored at all of this. Uh-oh. Okay. I just threw okay. a spear across a, an arena and she's not impressed. You don't think she's seen a spear before? And buffed a friend? <laughs> Come 
Come on. I think she's a little disappointed in um, Muriel's. Ah, uh, dang okay. it. Um, Do you know what? I have to stay true to myself. That's true. Can I... This is not in the description of the spell, but I'm curious. Can I take the one that my hand is holding and chuck it at the other one? Yeah. I'll let that happen. Great. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Shell yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I really want to just fuck a skunk. Yeah, you can fuck a skunk. Throw <laughs> a skunk at another skunk. I don't know what check you want me to make. <laughs> um, let's do like athletics or, you know, some form of strength check to throw it. Okay. Am I using my stats for strength? Do you have hand stats? I have, I mean, I have a strength of 11, so it's plus zero. I, no, but I, like, I have a, to get out of it, it's against my spell save DC. Hmm. You can um, use dex to throw. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. A little better. Yeah. I'll let that happen. <laughs> like, it's a spell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is this then acrobatics or just a straight dex check? Let's do, treat it kind of like a dex, like, saving throw. Okay. 17? Yeah, I'm gonna say you huck that skunk. Huck that huck skunk. skunk. <laughs> and as I do, I call out in dwarvish, I think, and I yell, not so funny now, huh? <laughs> Jex, as you huck this skunk, it collides with, well, it collides with the other skunk, cause perfectly timed, the skunk, other skunk is just clawed out of the bag, and like a cartoon has to stop and its eyes go big as its skunk friend collides into it, and you guys just in a poof of every color smoke, fog, smell you've ever seen and smelled, <laughs> both of these skunks explode into the colors and <laughs> fog. Patrilla is actually gonna stand up and, and start clapping and be like, great job, Jax! I love that hucking the skunk, that was quite creative. Uh, Nori, good work, uh, you know, throwing javelins and Muriel. It's all for you. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Um, okay, uh, the fight is done. Um, now it feels like we might have to win my love a little bit more. Um, Okay, bye. Uh, and then oh. <laughs> Patrilla's gonna run off the grandstand, like, back. There's See, stairs behind you later. her. God damn it. The gate that kind of closed you into the stairs is gonna swing back open, and standing there are Aaron and Mayhem. Um, and Aaron is like, okay, guys, we can go back to the house. We gotta get ready for your one-on-ones. I kneel and take a moment of silence for the skunks. I am so sorry. Um, I don't want to be disrespectful, but we are, uh, we have a tight schedule, a tight schedule. I know that Bliss said, oh, we're going to be here for a few days. No, we film this in like, it's all tonight. We release it in a few days, but like, oh, so can you like, I don't want to be disrespectful. So like, can you do this in like, like, can I give you five seconds? One two thought you were gonna say minutes three it's fine i'm coming four five great awesome <laughs> um and they lead you guys back to the mansion um they're kind of running through what will happen next uh mayhem's like all right uh so you gotta get changed uh dress to impress all right and then you're gonna have one-on-ones so hope you came with your conversation starters uh because we don't really know if Patrilla is gonna use the ones that we gave her so 
be ready because we're making above all else we're making tv here and aaron like stops my hand is like um actually uh above all else we are making a long-lasting partnership of love between two people uh looking for love on the dwarven bachelor and you can see her looking around like trying to find a camera <laughs> <laughs> Um, and as y'all are walking, you guys are, it's a big field that you're walking through. So the group kind of, you know, some people lag, some people go to the front. Um, Mayhem kind of lags back with you, Nori. Hey, Nori. Uh, what's up? What's up? Um, <laughs> yeah, I just want to let you know that Patrilla, not into bright colors. Oh, uh, earth tones are really where it's at. I look down uh, at my skin and I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, no, no. Not like, like, I just mean in the clothes you pick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Understood. I just wanted to give you a little heads up because I like you. I think you're, Thank you for that, man. I, I, I definitely appreciate it. You're in the running. Uh, and then <laughs> Muriel, you, you're kind of like leading the pack and Aaron like catches up with you and she's like, hey, Muriel. I know that was a little bit of a rough round for you, um, but I am really rooting for you out there. And I was like, <laughs> I know I shouldn't say this, but if you want to like convince the others to like wear bright colors or maybe talk about how much they hate their family or like they don't want kids, I'm giving you a lot here, but I'm just saying like you could really sway the game. If you try that, you know. So, I, so I should tell them to say that they don't want kids. Well, I'm just saying these are this, these are so many things. I'm just saying you get to pick, but I'm just saying a little. It's it's a game, right? Like nobody's here to like actually find love. I mean, don't tell the cameras. But like nobody's here to actually find. I mean, I'm just sorry. Say. No, everybody's here to find love because we're on the Dorvin Bachelor. Listen, I know that I know that you want me to look for love and not make political statements. And I am looking for love. I am. And so I will try to keep the whole my skunk activism to a minimum from now on. <laughs> but I don't know if I can sabotage the other contestants. Okay. Uh, and Aaron immediately drops back next to Jax and is like, hey, Jax. Um, really great out there hucking that skunk. If she says the same thing. Jax, I just wanted to let you know that, like, can I, I stealth, really... Can I stealth an eavesdrop on them? Roll a stealth check. To see if she says the exact same thing. Or to see if she notices you. 21. You kind of, you're able to stealth back enough that Aaron kind of doesn't notice the distance and ejects. Aaron is, uh, she's like, hey, so yeah, I'm really rooting for you. I think you really have a chance. Um, and then she says everything that she just told <gasps> Muriel. <laughs> so like Jax, I don't, I don't want to say like sabotage because that's a bad word, but I, I think it could really work for you. Oh, that, that's so nice. I can't believe you picked me and me specifically and me alone. That's so helpful of you. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. I mean, only one person can win. What so. are you guys talking about? <laughs> Where were you? How did you hide in a crowded hallway? I was just walking. <laughs> uh, Aaron's gonna... In the shadows that hug the corners of a this beautiful mansion. Aaron's gonna look down at her clipboard and be like... Hmm. Uh, we're running a little bit behind, so everybody grab your outfits and meet back in this hall um, immediately. And just think about 
what you've been told today, you know? Okay, see you soon. I want to say to Jex, okay, so Aaron told me that exact same thing, and I kind of was going to accuse her of profiling, like, oh, tiefling rogue, let's get her to sabotage the contestants, and it kind of makes me feel better that she said the exact same thing to you. But it kind of doesn't. Anyway, do you see the whole skunk metaphor that I'm seeing, or is that crazy? I think you're reading into a lot of things that aren't there, but I completely understand where you're coming from, and I get your need to empathize with these creatures. <laughs> Thanks, Chex. That makes me feel not better. That makes me feel not better <laughs> at all. I'm going to go get dressed. Oh, oh, work on it. Sorry. <laughs> and that's what happened this week on The Dwarven Bachelor. Tune in this Friday to see who will win Patrilla's heart. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, this one shot ran a little long, so we're splitting it into two parts. But don't worry, you don't have to wait long because the next episode is out this Friday. And if you want to play the Dwarven Bachelor for yourself, make sure to check out our show notes and click the link to go all the way over to dmsguild.com and buy this one shot for yourself. Anyway, we will be back very, very soon with part two, and we'll get to hear also more about what the heck Tabletop Town is and get to hear Kelly talk all about it. So until then, bye.